Welcome to The Practice with Lisa Fott, a podcast promoting well-being in all things. I have a group on Facebook called Mind Your Mind, and I started that group about a year ago when things were going on with COVID and people were talking about living in isolation and staying home a lot. And I had the realization that I was COVID prepared because that is the life I'd been living for a couple of years. And I wanted to share with people some insight and tips to dealing with that because it's a transition to live the life where you're out all the time about socializing, going to work, seeing people coming and going freely to being in your house, not really talking to people, not really going anywhere and getting comfortable with being with yourself. And so that's kind of how that group was born. But the thing is, the the tools that I used when I learned to mind my mind had been growing for a really long time. And I realized at some point that's really been my greatest gift to myself, learning how to mind my thoughts, learning how to direct my thoughts learning that I wasn't the victim of the circumstances of my external world because I had the choice of how I wanted to deal with it in my internal world. It was not easy. It was not overnight and it was not on my own. It came with years and years and years of therapy. And I really don't know why necessarily, but I was always that kid, always that young lady, always that woman, that wife, that mom, that daughter, that student, that worker, who felt responsible for everything, who felt guilty about everything. And somehow, if I would just do enough, if I could just do enough, everything would be okay. Ultimately, what I learned is that the less that I do, the more I release the better it is. So yesterday when I was meditating, I had the thought to write afterwards. So I got my notebook and I got my coffee and I started to write. And what I wrote, I'm going to share with you, isn't new to me. It's the same thing I've been talking to myself about for a while, but it really has helped me learn to promote my well-being. It's helped me learn to accept that I'm responsible for my well-being. I'm responsible for looking out for myself. <clears throat> and I just started writing, make up your mind. Because your mind is the thing, it's the thing we don't think we can control, but we really can 
Make up your mind to stop repeating the powerless conversation with yourself. Make up your mind to stop defeating yourself by ceasing the old self-defeating and powerless conversation with yourself. Make up your mind to start a powerful conversation with yourself. Make up your mind to start recognizing your power and your worth, not because you have earned it or achieved it, but because you are worthy of it by your birth and existence. Make up your mind to start to celebrate yourself. Celebrate yourself in your perfection. You are the perfect creation. Your soul, your essence, the you that is truly you. When all the visuals are stripped away, the physical body, the trappings of life, the perceived things that you believe make up who you are. Make up your mind to celebrate your essence, the you of you every day. Make up your mind to celebrate with yourself daily in meditation, in appreciation, in dance, in nature, in the powerful feeling of love and worthiness that flows through you when you allow it to. When you allow the power of love and worthiness to flow through you by making up your mind to stop the powerlessness, stop the self-defeating conversation with yourself, you will meet yourself and everything in the world on a whole new peaceful level. You will become at peace with your powerful, worthy self in a joyous celebration of life, of your life. <clears throat> One of the very first things I did when I made up my mind, I wanted to change what I was doing because I wanted to change my life. I'd had enough therapy to realize that I needed to change how I thought about myself. And I don't know if you've ever noticed, but there's some people that when you give them a comment, compliment, they deflect it. They're not worthy of it. So I developed an attitude and a policy of no self-deprecating remarks, no remarks of putting myself down. And not only that, I would not accept any remarks from someone else where they were putting themselves down. It was odd and uncomfortable at first. And sometimes I still find myself falling back in old habits, especially in uncomfortable situations where I do that. And then I have to remind myself, putting yourself down is not an option. Because when you put yourself down, you give the world permission to put you down. That means not only are you undermining your own well-being, you are giving the world permission to undermine your well-being. What will you make up your mind to do to promote your well-being? Will you adopt a policy of not putting yourself down? 
By the way, when we stop putting ourselves down, we're much more likely not to put others down. And sometimes we put others down, not in word, but in our thought. That once we develop an intolerance for putting anyone down, it opens up our eyes to the possibility of possibilities of others and it opened up our eyes to the possibility of ourselves. So one thing that we can do to promote our well-being and to create the internal atmosphere that we want to live in, the internal environment, is to develop a policy of not putting ourselves down. Not only should we begin to not put ourselves down, but even more powerful is beginning to recognize the wonder and beauty about us. Everybody, even the person who really hates their life and doesn't like themselves for some reason, has something about themselves that they like or they appreciate. Focus on it. Maybe it's your toes. Maybe your toes are symmetrically even and make that perfect little slope when you put your feet together with the little triangle. Or maybe your eyes are beautiful. Or maybe you have really nice hands or a really good sense of humor. Whatever it is about you that feels good, recognize it and celebrate it as a first step in promoting your well-being. And you may well, well be beyond the first step. But we're human, and sometimes we need reminders. And remembering to love ourselves and reminding ourselves how wonderfully and perfectly made we are is a great place to start promoting our well-being. So I hope you'll join me on the journey of promoting well-being in all things by learning to mind your mind, by looking for the good and the beauty in yourself and others. Namaste. Thank you for listening to the podcast, The Practice with Lisa Fott, a podcast promoting well-being in all things.